What's up, folks? Raymond and John here with some more comedy talk coming at you. Woo! We had another stellar episode. Some minor technical. Stellar. stellar. We talked this about is, space. That's and true. And the word stellar. There you and go. that's funny. Wow. Callback, man. <laughs> yeah. Good callback. We had some minor technical difficulties at the beginning, we so did. ignore but, that. Yeah, you guys aren't going to hear it, but the people yes. in the real world. Uh, but you will hear you will hear mass confusion. Yes, and I'm sure you will enjoy it. Uh, we were with Todd Dor- Dorham. I was going to say Nate Durnham. Weatherup. Nate Weatherup. They were fantastic guests. Were, really funny awesome. guys. And they had a good time. They had a fantastic time. They did. In we fact, all. we had to kick them out because they refused <laughs> to leave. Um, and if you're a Justin Timberlake fan, you're going to like this episode. And that's all I'm going to say about that. So that means every person who listens yeah, to this is exactly, going to enjoy it. Exactly. Um, anyways, should like us on all these social media things that you click with your fingers or your thumbs well i guess there yeah i guess yeah so. exactly i was gonna say <laughs> and, mouse uh, but tell your mom because you know yeah. that's that's what we say yeah, now. See, that's <laughs> what we always say that so we're gonna continue to say it. uh thanks for listening have a good one and nate weather up hey weather what's up? going on Sad yep that's weather it up? perfect yep. great 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 we are here today we are talking right. about space 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 is the place um a lot of people push into Get out into the stars, but before we dive into that, let's dive into our weekly wrap-up. Uh, Interesting things happened. First up, Ahmed Mohammed. I don't know if you guys heard about this kid. Did you guys hear about him? Oh, oh yeah, not. absolutely. Yeah, he did. built a clock, supposedly. Just read an article this morning. <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, built a clock, brought it to school. He goes to school in Texas. He's a Middle Eastern, and they immediately thought it was a bomb. <laughs> That's so racist. They arrested him. They questioned him, and they immediately suspended him from school. And uh, yeah, In Texas? Definitely. <laughs> Shocker. Yeah, uh, definitely a lot of media backlash on that one. Uh, a lot of people calling questions of racism and whatnot. Uh, Nate, you, you've obviously seem pretty familiar with this. What are your thoughts on it? Uh, I'm opposed. You're opposed. I don't think it was the right thing. I, I, I think it... it I don't think there's many people other than Bill Maher out there that are making any argument other than this was a terrible, stupid mistake. Right. I can only imagine. And, uh, yeah, no, I I used to be a teacher. Uh, I was a teacher. I was a high school English teacher. So just the concept of a kid actually really caring about something so much that he wants to bring it in to his teachers to say, hey, look what I'm doing. And then they're like, it's a bomb. pretty sure it's a bomb. <laughs> well, what if it's an actual bomb? Would you still be proud of it? I mean that I mean, that is a certain it, level you know? of difficulty right. that that is an engineering feat in and of itself. <laughs> yeah, I mean, There's a way to spin to, that. You have to at least give him an A for effort. Yeah, exactly. And then you arrest him. Right. <laughs> right. How how old was this kid again? Uh, I know he was in high school, but yeah, fifteen. Yeah, fifteen, something like that. I couldn't make that when I was fifteen. There's no way. You I couldn't make that now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, here's the funny thing. The reason why I said allegedly earlier is because I literally just read an article this morning where he said he didn't build anything. He literally took the components out of a. Um, out of a clock from like a, a store and just took it out of its case. Oh, really? And then just brought it in. <laughs> and that was literally it. That's how much people Which don't know about analog. I definitely could do. Yeah. I don't know if I'd get arrested for that, but. That, uh, that just shows people don't know about like analog clock. Analog's the right word. Right. right. Yeah. I, <laughs> I think so. Digital? I think no, digital's right. not the right clock. No? Digital well, is the one with the, with the actual, like, with like the flashing numbers. I know nothing about time. Clocks are the one where it has to, analog is like one through twelve, and then yeah, mm-hmm. T- Todd's kind of shaking his head. He's like, I, I think you're right. This I is do real hard hitting stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Let's well, see if we can study the anatomy of clocks. Yeah. Well, Texas knows about Jesus, barbecue, and football, so anything outside of that is just, it's just pure confusion. <laughs> if it's got wires and if you're brown, it's most likely a bomb. A bomb. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'm pretty yeah. sure him saying this is going to blow your mind is why. <laughs> <I'm not laughs> <the last. laughs> 
Yeah, and apparently he's gotten uh, a shout out from Barack Obama. Yeah, didn't he go to the White House? Uh, he was invited to the White House. Ooh. He was invited uh, by <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, to the to White visit House. Facebook. Oh, no. oh, to visit Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Zuckerberg, Mark Zuckerberg yeah, runs the White House now, guys. He doesn't have that much political pool. <laughs> um, and he's, you know, received letters from MIT and all these places. Just for taking apart a clock? Yeah. Right, what? I didn't know he had just taken it apart. Like, I didn't, MIT I didn't. is well, literally, literally going to like meet him like, oh, you are not nearly what yeah, we right? thought you were. Show us your clock. And he goes, I have the same exact clock. <laughs> <laughs> also, I don't know that the precedent of... Uh, falsifying a clock that may also may or not be a bomb is the thing we wanted to celebrate and have everyone yeah, right? maybe not making clock bombs and that's how you get famous these days. That could get a little dangerous. Yeah, that's right. weird. Like, wait a minute. No, you're good, man. Come on to the White House. It's not a bomb. It's just a regular old clock. Well, I'm pretty desperate for fame, so. Yeah. Well, you said you, br- you, br- you brought up Mark Zuckerberg. Uh, did you guys hear uh, another news? Facebook is yeah. going to be adding a dislike button. Which yeah. is um, only going to help internet bullying so much. Right? <laughs> Cyberbullying is huge. Um, Have you heard I, about this, Todd? Yeah, well, my troll game is already super <laughs> proper. <laughs> so. But that dislike one's going to bring you down, brother. Yeah, because it, here's the thing. It's going to dilute it so well, much. Okay, so Martin Luther King videos on YouTube get thumbs down. It's like, yeah, my post is going to get some serious thumbs down. It's like, yeah. It's the best things in the world get thumbs down out there. So come on, right. get get that I, out of my. I house. think the only thing it's actually going to be useful for is when somebody's like, "Hey, my grandpa just died," and you're like, "I want to recognize." That's this. exactly how. That's why Mark Zuckerberg stated it. As oh, a, really? Yeah, it's like the kind of the equal sentiment. Of okay. Liking, but but it, there's no way it's going to be used like that. <laughs> right. not I can't find my cat. Thumbs. <laughs> in some cases, thumbs up. Uh, yeah, seriously. And if my grandfather passed away and someone loved me a thumbs down, I would feel super comforted. Right. Right? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's so much better now. Be like, man, that guy yeah, that, that <laughs> gets me. That guy gets me. Yeah. That's true. Because I never, I always see those on Facebook. I'll be on Facebook and it'll be like, super sad day, rest in peace. And I'm like, like? Yeah. Uh, yeah, right? But but I think dislike is the wrong word. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel you, man. I think that might be a better... But like, maybe like yeah, a hug empath- button. Like, yeah, uh, just like... A hug yeah. button. There yeah, we go. That is perfect, actually. All right, let's head up the Fiverr, guys. Make us an app <laughs> called the uh, the hug button. I feel like a year later is going to be a, a meh option. Just a shrug. I mean, yeah. I read it. I not really care about this. Exactly. Which is like 99% of how people react to most, basically. Well, and it's funny, because I... When I do that, I just don't do anything. But if there was a button, I probably would. Because yeah. normally, if I see something I don't like, it I'm just like whatever. I just just to voice it. your apathy. <laughs> <laughs> just, just because you you made a dumb post, and I want you to know that I thought it was just adequate. There should just be a, bo- a button that says, "I wish you didn't post this." So yeah, yeah, exactly. So you can get it out of there. Mm-hmm. My, my whole take on a post that's super <laughs> serious or very personal, like somebody dying. Mm-hmm is so fascinating because always, always, right underneath it on my feed is someone who's just going to Bed Bath & Beyond for yeah. that day. And they don't know... <laughs> yeah, that's true. And they don't know that my friend's grandfather uh, passed away <laughs> and they're just kind of, you know, buying pillows a little bit. A few exactly. pillows. Yeah. You can witness such a spectrum of emotions. Oh, yeah. Well, my thing, too, is why post that stuff on Facebook? I mean, maybe that's just me. I don't, I'm not a big Facebook person unless it's advertising shows. But, like, I'd, I would never... <laughs> I would well, never like some know. some folks are on a real tight clean ship and they have only people that they know personally and Very only relatives and, and I respect that me uh, I've got a garage sale uh, yeah, exactly. you could just buy friends of mine on eBay <laughs> I don't know who they are and that's right. fine yeah because only the only thing that matters is how many friends you have right in life you know? <laughs> yeah <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> pretty much yeah 
which Facebook is very indicative of, I'm sure. Yeah. I mean, that's why we do this. It's like, I just need more people to tell me I'm doing a good job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's the greatest when somebody you don't even, like, know just likes your stuff. Yeah. Or maybe somebody you haven't talked to in years and years, and you're like, hey, that guy, that guy supports Th- me. Those are called Loch Ness likes. They'll pop up out of nowhere, and like Irish people can be searching for them for years. <laughs> all of a sudden, they they snuck you a, lo- a Nesser. Dang. Anyway, hmm. it's always a little awkward when you accidentally like something. Like oh, accidentally. I have the worst. I have the worst story about this. Back. I was on Instagram, not Facebook, but Instagram mm-hmm. recently, and showing her one of my friends uh, from a long time ago. Um, and she know, knew her from a long time ago, so I was like, maybe if I show you a picture of her from like 10 years ago, you'll remember the face. So I went to a post like 217 weeks yeah. ago. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Accidentally liked, and just my whole, just like, I don't care, but my whole like, oh no! <laughs> like, you kind of care. I care. And that's the weirdest part. Yeah. Like, I think most people would care. Like, I, even if it was like two weeks ago, I'm like, this is weird now. Yeah. yeah I, just got, I just got one from 117 weeks ago. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, my whole world is turned upside down. I'm like, what are you doing that far back in the past? I mean, that's a, like that's some deep cover sniping at that point. <laughs> it's like, how far back are you going through yeah, my exactly. history? You really want to see everything. Have you ever done a... Have you ever done a uh, Creep-like, well, we well, Yes, it was accidental. Oh, one wow, time, yes, one time a friend of mine from elementary school went through and liked about five of my, of my photos. And I'm like, I don't even recognize this guy. And he's one of these dudes that all of a sudden became super buff and is very happy to show how buff he is. Yeah. And I'm like, it's kind of intimidating because I didn't remember him from elementary school or now. And he's super buff, uh-huh. really buff. Mm-hmm. So I give it, I give my phone to my friend's wife, and I'm like, hey, check this dude out. This guy liked five of my photos, and I don't remember from elementary school. <laughs> oh, she wow. grabs, and we're we're digging deep. In, we're at least 100 weeks deep. Oh, okay. So That's... we're deep in the cut. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, she goes to zoom in and double taps a 100-week-old photo oh. of a shirtless bro yeah. <laughs> who's super buff yep. from my account. At that there point, you go. just have to own it. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like, bro, you're looking great. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Those delts, man. Seriously. I started figuring out like how to avoid getting raped by a dude. Like <laughs> googling that well, exactly. a lot. That love. I don't know. There's much you can do. There wasn't anything I could do. This guy's huge. It's really well, bad. in his eyes, it wouldn't be raped. Like, hey, he's going yeah. that far back. That's <laughs> true. You were asking for it. I was asking for it. Uh, and then uh, coming up next. Ice or no anonymous anonymous group yes. associated with 4chan has decided to start selling uh, man thongs with the ISIS flag on the thongs yeah. in the hopes of enraging the terrorist group, which is always a good thing to do to a yeah. terrorist group. Sorry, yeah. what? Um, so, do uh, you know the group anonymous? Yeah, I know. I know all of the words you you just used. <laughs> <laughs> I don't just, recognize them as a sentence. <laughs> they posted a Twitter uh, a, a tweet. Um, it's literally a black thong mm-hmm. with the, the ISIS flag on the crotch. And they're just saying, would anyone want to buy these? I mean, that's <laughs> hilarious. But that sounds like, like you're barking up the wrong idea. <laughs> Somebody's like, no, just wait, wait, I got it. We're going to get the ISIS flag. <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait. We're going to put it on a thong. <laughs> For dudes. For dudes. <laughs> For is, dudes. Is the, is the part where you're junk there, is it going to be like the rock, like a sh- shoulder rocket launcher? Because I can get on board with that. Uh, that would be a hard sell. <laughs> I mean, not a hard sell, a good sell. No, I'd wear that. Yeah, that's I'd what I'm saying. I'd be wearing that right now. 
I mean, that's their we- that's the weapon of choice. I mean, yeah. if you're not doing a rocket from your shoulder, with like, you're not <laughs> the nicest maybe guy. On the yeah. inside of the thong is an IED. Yeah, like, there you go. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly. So, like, you take it off, when they come like, off, there's the explosion. It turns out to be a clock. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're just barking up the wrong tree. I mean, that's that's probably the number well, one group. They've actually been like messing with them for a while. Really? Like, apparently, ISIS uses social media to like. Mm-hmm. Get you oh yeah. Oh, like, yeah. you know, like this post if you want to kill the infidels. Dislike. They need to do that. There you go. That's what we're using it. And Anonymous yeah. has been messing with those websites for the longest time. They've been you know, hacking them, shutting them down, overloading them, all these technical terms. I really don't know anything about <laughs> Being bad hacking. technical guy. Yes, for, click, yeah. clack, click, clack, I'm in, you know. Uh, also, how are, how is Twitter letting them do this? Yeah, what, right? What social media is going, hey, ISIS, you know, you guys... Could use a break yeah, right. <laughs> on your recruiting. I mean, they are following the terms and conditions. So <laughs> <laughs> we can't drink for that. We can't, right. yeah. Exactly. It's just freedom of expression, even if it means murdering a bunch of people. Oh. Would you Would you buy it? Would you buy a, I guess it's an anti-ISIS thing. It's an, you know. Only if, if only if I was in the the right type of rap video. Only for the okay. right type. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Specifically a yeah. rap yeah. video. Yeah. What about you, Nate? Uh, I feel like there are better ways. Okay. Like to continue dating women that don't have to cover their heads and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> definitely. Just a more mild stand against them. Yeah. yeah. What about you, John? I would only wear it when I go to the gym. Yes. All right. When I get ripe and sweaty. They That's that. fair. They yeah. feel that. <laughs> I want to say I would, but have you ever actually worn a man thong? Yes. You have? No. Okay. It's very <laughs> weird. It's so extreme. So have I have. Thong. I have worn a man thong. Yes. Why have you worn a man thong? It's just a dare. Just friends being dumb. That's yeah. That's yeah. a fair. Reason. <laughs> so I have a friend of mine. Uh, he's in this uh, SEAL special forces in Iraq right now, okay. uh, going headfirst at, at, at ISIS and his crew. They will be happy to know that we're considering <laughs> the man thong way to <laughs> fight Sounds back. Like you just found a Christmas gift idea. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna get a, he's gonna You're gonna wear box. it. Wear it in Syria. Yeah. <laughs> Make it where it counts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Literally yeah, put a target on your balls. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. Um, All right, uh, up next, this is one I just found recently, actually. Sunrise, which is the pl- a place, I'm not exactly sure where Sunrise is, um, but a Sunrise, a man at Sunrise, uh, was mur- uh, murdered his girlfriend by disemboweling her during Ooh. sex. During yeah, sex? Yeah, during sex. What a buzzkill. Wow. Yeah, uh, the reasoning, in a fit of tequila-fueled rage, which is the best way to start yeah. any <laughs> news article. <laughs> Uh, a sunrise man uh, accused of killing is disemboweled, uh, killing and disemboweling his girlfriend because she uttered her ex-husband's name twice. During oh well, sex. then I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I was totally on her side at first. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> the I, second time, like the first time, it's like <laughs> calm down, things happen. The second yeah. time, you disembowel. Did he kill her? <laughs> did he kill her then disembowel her or kill her by? It says killing her. and disemboweling. Wow. Uh, Tough scene. Pierce, uh, <laughs> Thanks for lightening up the mood. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> but, but is anybody surprised that anything bad happens after tequila? The, some true. tequila names are called Peligroso. It says that's da- that's yeah, dangerous right. in Spanish. Yeah. <laughs> Other tequila things have just like swords and guns. There's nothing ever. Yeah. It's like, hey, let's just have a positive, nice, yeah. nice evening here with some tequila. Yeah, you never. Well, you I think a d- bad setting for tequila is like maybe getting in a bar fight. Calling your ex-girlfriend 500 times yeah. and then falling asleep on the side of the road. Not necessarily disemboweling. So yeah, now, the other Maybe. thing, though, <laughs> you say it's in Sunrise, yeah. and I just assume that's in Florida, and then any yeah, crazy news, I, know, right? I just kind of go, yeah, Florida. Yeah. <laughs> it was... Oh, let, me, let me see if I can find where it was. 
Also, what city has the balls to say that sunrise happens there? Yeah. Because it happens yeah. everywhere yeah. also. <laughs> we're, we're really known for it here. <laughs> Our sunrise is the best sunrise. He's got some murderous eyes, though. Look at this guy. Oh. He is, he is just, you know, he, doesn't, he looks like, a, like he would do this kind of thing. Poor girl. It's not saying where Sunrise is, but it is saying that the hinges on the bathroom door were ripped off. So the, I believe. Dang. So I'm assuming There's a lot more than tequila involved mm-hmm. in this. So yeah, uh, at four yeah. o'clock in the morning, the bathroom door was ripped off its hinges, and blood in the bathroom bedroom closet smeared on the walls. This guy just went all out. Basically, yeah. he probably didn't even use a proper surgical equipment That's either. That's true. Oh, definitely not. He probably didn't Pro- use a condom either. <laughs> <laughs> Most likely not. Yeah. That was weird. Anyway, <laughs> well, we're uh, we're gonna cut to a quick break. When we get back, we're going to chat with Nate and Todd. Uh, thank you for listening to Way- or Comedy Talk on WaveformRadio.com. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Comedy Talk on WaveformRadio.com. Woo! We are still here, guys, still kicking it with uh, Todd and Nate. We're What's, back. We good? Are we good? Are we I back? believe we're good. Can you hear yourself? I can't hear myself at all, but I'm sure the people out there can hear us. Can you hear us? Nope. Everything's potted up. Everything's potted up. We're just going to keep going, guys. Oh, you right. can't hear us. Oh, he can hear us. Oh. I just can't hear myself. Everybody out there in the world, you guys are in for a treat because you can hear us, even though I can't hear me. <laughs> We're talking about space. Um, you guys like space? I'm assuming you like space. You into like it? I, I like to go up there for some alone time, you know? I'm not yeah. opposed to it. Really a, really a chance to be by myself yeah. up there, you know? Mentally, See the stars, yeah. kind of relax a little bit. Um, yeah, the reason why we wanted to bring this up is just because, uh, I mean, especially in movies nowadays, there seems to be a lot of. Yeah, we can't hear anything. <laughs> We're good. Just keep, just keep going. Yeah. they can hear us out in the world. Uh, it's all good. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Technical difficulties. That's what the show's about. We like. Uh, We're, we're yeah, trying that's new the things. Beauty of being live. Hey, when you're in space, you just have to roll with it. Yeah, so we exactly. will too. In space, you can't hear anything. So you can. Really can you? No. What if I'm talking to you though? There's no air for the sound waves yeah, to carry over. Exactly. Or if when you're in space, you can really throw up on the Matthew McConaughey accent like an interstellar. That's true. And he just—he, I feel like he churched it up so hard in that movie. <laughs> like there, there's Matthew McConaughey talk, and then there's like next level. He was like a preacher for space. Yes, more or less. That uh, was <laughs> fascinating. And then once he got back, he ended up jumping into Lincoln. Lincoln. And then I think I mean, it's, did, Lincoln's are pretty close to it, spaceships. Like. It was a three-hour Lincoln car commercial yeah. voice, in my opinion. <laughs> did you see it? Did no, you I Interstellar? Didn't see it. Oh. I didn't see Interstellar either. The Lincoln car commercial accelerated, and there's Matthew McConaughey in Interstellar. Hmm. That's okay. just my rudimentary <laughs> That's assessment. the rundown. That's yeah. like the IMDb. <laughs> Is that uh, tomatoes? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've, always, I've always, always, always been fascinated with space. I just, I don't know. I, I think it's... But I'm afraid to go there. If I ever got the chance. I don't think you'll ever go there. I want to go there. I mean, I feel like I could, but we'll see. How about when they were going to, s- to space in the 60s and you didn't even have, like, tel- like cell phones? Yeah. And they were perfectly comfortable to get into the, on the moon? And it's like, hey, man, I can't even call long distance. Yeah. And right. But, yeah, sure, let's just go on the moon. I thought it was crazy how... They were like, hey, like uh, husbands and wives and stuff like that when they would go into space, be like, hey, I'll see you maybe yeah. again <laughs> yeah. in the future. And I don't know when, but I might see you eventually one day again. But wait for me, all right? Because yeah. I'll be back maybe. Like that blows my mind. Like I go away for a week and I'm like texting my girlfriend constantly, or, you know, talking to my parents every single day. That's just like, hey, man, I'll be I may be back 
Who knows? Well, and especially, like, the first spaceships they took out had less, like, computing power than yeah. a calculator these yeah. days. Oh. And they're like, we're just going to send you right. out there. And you're just like, yeah, I'm sure that, I mean, it might work or not. <laughs> but, you know, exploration is really important. Yeah, who are the people that are like, I want to try this out? I mean, you got to be kind of crazy to be like, wait a minute. I'm going to go up there where there's no, you know, yeah. anything? Oh, we're good then. I barely trust a chef for, for the food that's going to deliver my plate, <laughs> yeah, let alone yeah, that's true. someone who builds a spaceship. i got to go up to the moon. Are you yeah. kidding me? But they do it, and I want to do it. Have you heard the about the, the Mars colony? You guys heard about that? I, I haven't, but I know that unless there's a decent level of the amenities that I enjoy in on Earth... Like on oxygen? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Or a golf course. Like, if they don't have... <laughs> I feel like Mars would have a pretty good golf course. Let's be real about this. Oh, a lot of good, lot of good uh, sand traps, maybe. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I would That'd be fine be being, like, the second group yeah. to colonize. <laughs> like, I would be like, you guys go, let us know how it is, and if you like it, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll see you there. Give us a thumbs up or a thumbs yeah, up. Yeah, I know, right? Right. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like, oh, the whole thing is once you go, you can't come back. That's Ooh. the big thing. Because what if you have, like, Mars worms or something? I don't know. Which is <laughs> a weird disease, um, which well, is why you can't come back. So it's like, I don't know. I don't want anyone to talk to me like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I'm sure not going. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's understandable, though, because what if you came back and had, like, double Ebola or something because of Mars? Like, Again, like that's Mars why Ebola? I want to be the second round. Like, let them come back, right. see what happened. You're cool. All right, well... Wait for we'll the give cure it a for Space yeah. Ebola first, yeah. and then we'll come back. The crazy thing is because like, a lot of smart people, like uh, uh, Stephen Hawking, for one, is basically saying, like, we need to leave this planet soon. And by, when he says soon, he means like within the next like few thousand years. Yeah. But, Tomorrow. But for him, he's an immortal, just giant brain. So, <laughs> yeah. And that must not be long for him. But it's just it's, there seems to be this constant push that, that like, we've already more or less conquered this planet. Let's go conquer a few more, just to be sure. How ballsy of him. Right. Like, man, we got this. We can't even drive without getting in an accident, but we got this. Let's go to another planet. I also love how the backup plan isn't going away from fossil fuels, or <laughs> it's just like, well, let's just go to Mars. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what's called a locust-like kind of, yeah. you know, plague upon the galaxy, but I'm, I'll wrap it. I'll wrap it to the fullest. Yeah. <laughs> I'll scroll through the Instagram feeds of the people that are there, to see if it's worthwhile going. And you then know? accidentally like something for five years. <laughs> <laughs> like, now I can't even be cool on Mars. You, know, right? <laughs> you show up, oh, that's that guy, the creep guy. Yeah. That's the Instagram creep. Imagine being a nerd or loner or people not liking you on Mars. Like, I know, I'm right? trying to start something new, man. <laughs> I was the first one here. I'm yeah. not like me. You don't have a choice but to talk to me. Yeah. Um, and, that, and it's interesting because we have, like, now there's, like, this seems to be this almost privatization of space travel. SpaceX... The company, uh, mm-hmm. uh, 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 what's his name? It just drew a blank. Elon Musk, yeah. the guy who made the Tesla. He's like has his own private space shuttles. Yeah, he he's like up trying there. to get out into space by himself with his millions of dollars. My buddy is their tenth employee. What? Uh, yeah, and so he started up there obviously years ago, and I walked in and I saw they're just building a rocket ship, and I'm like, <laughs> like no big deal. It's like off of Hoth- like the 105 freeway in Hawthorne. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I live nearby. I feel like it, it's, this should be more private than this, guys. Yeah, let's right. be, let's take this more seriously. Yeah. Like, I hear this loud racket. Oh, we're just building a space. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about that. Well, I know that you can pay to just go to space. Anybody can just pay to go to space, right? Like, it's like $250,000 or something like that. You can Has that happened yet? I, I think it has. Okay. 
I, I mean, if it hasn't, once someone needs to give me two hundred fifty grand. Yeah, they they well, that's the thing is you don't go anywhere, which is I mean, it's still kind of cool you're going to space, but I want to go somewhere if I'm gonna go up there. No, but they wait, just they, wait, you go. Wait, that that sense made no sense. You don't go anywhere, but you, you go into space into and then you, <laughs> well, you okay, you go. <laughs> You go into space and no then you kind of just you, no, it's whatever. And then you kind of just float around for a little bit and then you go home. Well, the crazy thing is, I, I saw this this video on the people who have been on the International Space Space, space Station, and their complete perception of life is totally changed. Where they realize we're just on a floating rock. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's all that matters. Yeah, and and suddenly everything, all their like you know prejudices and everything, every idea they had against another culture, whatever it might be, yeah, completely evaporates from their brain because they realize. Were these insignificant beings? Oh yeah, this floating rock. So you could spend two hundred and fifty grand to go into space, or you could just like crisis. take acid. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the same thing. Yeah, it's the exact same feeling. Right. Like it doesn't make any yeah. sense anymore. Yeah, nothing matters. Yeah. Anytime I get really intense, if someone cuts me off on the freeway, or I forgot to eat breakfast that morning yeah. or something, I'll just look vertically, like, oh yeah, there's a whole space thing out there yeah. that um, really I'm super tiny. So. Yeah, exactly. Right. Speaking of speaking of all this, uh, in space, one of the big things that everybody kind of debates about is aliens. Do you mm-hmm. guys believe in aliens? Do you think aliens are out there in space? Do you think, you know? I think statistically speaking, probably. Okay. But I also just don't care that much. Like That's a good answer. If anything, I like, like I can't imagine there are any out there that are, like, looking to invade. Yeah. Right. It's probably... So people, we're looking for Nayweather right. up. Where is right. he? <laughs> or just the whole concept, like we're out of all of our resources. We might, oh, Earth, we're gonna go there. Yeah, yeah like they could, like they could possibly use like they've had the ti- same time you know I mean? to get ready as we have. Like it's not like they got a, a jump start. Yeah. So they just had that one really smart guy, though. You know, right? I kind of believe in them only by the preponderance of people who have actual stories from aliens or that right. they've seen I was them. Reading some of those, yeah. And I saw this movie Fire in the Sky when I was in I think third grade. And it, the movie was made so clear that these guys got abducted in the Oregon rainforest oh. in Oregon mm-hmm. that, like, I went home that night and I just started saying prayers that, like, God, don't let me get abducted. <laughs> it's just an honest to God true story. There was a there was a light a street light that was kind of going into my bedroom window a little bit, and I was like, those are the aliens, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> for sure, that's them. And yeah. uh, God, don't let this happen, please. Yeah. I, I saw this short film. It's great. I can't remember the name of it, but it was like a 10-minute short film where this girl, at the beginning, she's she she's coming home with all this equipment, and she's, like, cr- building this harness around her bed and, like, straps for her arms and stuff. I'm like, this is about to get kinky. <laughs> <laughs> and then later that night, she's in bed. She strapped herself to the bed completely, and she's staring at the clock, and it turns, like, 11.33 or something like that. All of a sudden, all the electricity shuts out, and... Spoilers: She's she's getting abducted, Ugh. and the whole the whole premise is that this has happened to her multiple times. Oh wow! That this alien spaceship is constantly abducting her, probably running tests, and no one believes her. Ugh. So she's like strapping herself to this bed every night to make sure. And it, was, it blew my mind. I thought it was, it was really well done. I wish I remember the name of it. We'll look it up in the break or something. Yeah, that sounds interesting. A really good short film. I always I always thought it was interesting how all the abductions and stuff happen. Like like you said in in the Oregon forest. Mm-hmm, yeah. Like if aliens wanted people, just go to downtown L.A. There's a bunch of people there. Oh yeah. There's so and many you people. You get a mix too. I yeah have, yeah. Mix. You can get a lot of different people. I think they're smart because they don't want those people. They, that's those, are the, <laughs> those are the people. I guess that's true. <laughs> They're wearing specimens. Their beards are too shaggy, and they're drinking IPAs <laughs> at two p.m. on yeah. Tuesday. Yeah. It's why like why are you eh. wearing a beanie in eighty degree weather. <laughs> exactly. We, we, we don't even like them. Aliens probably yeah. like, come on, yeah. guys. Yeah, and then they would definitely just commit war on us. And it's funny that Nate, what you brought up, how uh, they're probably not planning on invading us or anything. Like, um, 
I read this analogy where it's like imagine an ant colony outside your house where they have their own existence and they have their own system. They have no idea that there's these supreme beings like literally 10 feet away from them. Yeah. And to them, that 10 feet is like 10,000 miles. And it's the same kind of concept, wow. I guess, with us where it's like we're the ant colony. I also... Like, I wonder if some like if there is an alien culture out there that they think we're coming. Uh, yeah. Like if to them they're like these horrible like kind of brownish creatures <laughs> that are all like you know five to six feet tall and they have these metal things they drive around in and they're gonna yeah. fly here and they're gonna kill us. Well, yeah, that's a, a big thing. I was in an astronomy class in, in community college and uh, my, the, he opened up the class with like when we were talking about the alien lecture. He said, "Why are we the inferior species?" Is the is the big question? Yeah. Like you know, what, honestly, I think I just described Avatar. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good point. Yeah. I e Fern Gully. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Dances with wolves. Exactly. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, I mean, how how come we are the ones that are dumb? Or there could be an, just cavemen out there, and they're the aliens. You know. Mm-hmm. Well, I just know that I feel like there's no physical self defense that I'm prepared for to like. <laughs> right. If an alien were to come at me, bro, I'd be like, <laughs> I'd be like. Ah! I yeah. don't know what to do, man. You're yeah. kind of tall. And dislike, dislike. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, actually, I, I can't remember the name of the comedian was, but I was watching and he had a bit about what if aliens came down and they they, they were like, we're going to spread, uh, you know, uh, ultimate knowledge. And he has like this weird alien voice and he goes, rule number one, brush your teeth twice a day. <laughs> and he goes on a bunch of random mundane stuff. Uh, but yeah, that's funny. That's a good funny way to put it where it's like, yeah, what if what if we're leading the race right now? Yeah. Which I guess means we'll never see aliens until yeah. we go out there. So I don't want to be on that mission. Me neither. Yeah. I like Nate's second. I'll be second. Yeah. yeah, I'll be the, I'll be the number yeah. two. Yeah. Once we find out they're okay or we can beat them, then yeah, I'll check it out. Nate's a smart guy. Yeah. Yeah. I feel because I feel like the only I'm thing I'm a survivor. <laughs> yeah. I feel like the only thing that you can beat an alien with is with a, a laser gun. And the easy like if you it's are shooting a laser gun, all, all the... <laughs> 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 that's it. Yeah, the you can end the sentence there, Tom. Yeah. <laughs> that's, we got all we need. They can just hold up a mirror, and the laser bounces off the mirror. That's the easiest way to defend. <laughs> you don't even have to have a bulletproof vest. just a mirror. Yeah, it just true. goes, yeah. bing! Sounds so like we're a Scooby-Doo up. cartoon. Right. <laughs> so we're screwed. Yeah, yeah we're so screwed. Yeah. There's just no hope whatsoever. I think it's funny, too. We, we, I mean, I'm sure you guys have mental images of what aliens look like. And, you know, gray oh, yeah. with big beady eyes. But, I mean, we've talked about this before. Look at the... There's some things at the bottom of the ocean here on Earth that are mm-hmm. just, like, the most disgusting alien-looking things Beyond in the entire... Beyond description. They are just... They are aliens, but yeah. we, they live here. It's like, how come... You know, I wonder where that description came from of the, you know... Gray head, big black eyes, lanky arms, lanky legs. Humble brag. I went uh, scuba <laughs> diving. I don't know if it counts. <laughs> What'd you say, humble brag? Yeah. I went scuba diving in, in Maui for a friend's wedding, and I was like, am I in outer space right now? Yeah. <laughs> I just did that recently. And I, I felt, felt like I was in outer way. space. I'm like, yeah. I'm not There's going. like neon green coral, and you're like, can I touch this? Is yeah. this yeah. radioactive or something? Yeah. What the heck? I'm not sure. And it always bothers me in science fiction movies too. Where despite how they depict the alien, they're never wearing like space suits. Yeah, they're just naked. They're just butt naked in an alien land, like in World of Worlds. Mm-hmm. You know, like they had these giant tripods, but the thing that killed them was germs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or obviously, the big one is obviously the village, or not the village. Right. The, the uh, signs. Yeah. Signs. Yeah, yeah. It's like, yeah, we're allergic to water. Let's go to a planet that's seventy. Yeah, exactly. Water. 
So, but then and again, it's M. Night Shyamalan. So in Mars Attacks, they had cool suits. Do you remember that movie? I do remember that movie. Yeah, that movie scared me. Their heads well. exploded. Their heads did explode. Did you guys see that movie? Oh, yeah. Mars Attacks? I feel like that was a movie that I was really looking forward to as a kid and then was just so disappointed yep. by it. <laughs> right. That's basic. That sounds about right. Well, I think it was one of those movies that wasn't necessarily aimed at kids. It was, was kind of like a, almost like a preteen movie. I got kind of scared. I, mean? I was a little kid. I was probably like eight. Really Wasn't Bill Murray in that? Was he? I don't even know. Brief can- I think that's why I was excited for it. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> not for Dan Aykroyd? Was Dan Aykroyd in that movie? No, I, was, I was, eight, was in I every no movie. <laughs> I didn't even know what actors were at that time. If aliens being naked all the time is true, that's maybe not a bad thing to get abducted. Like, I, <laughs> sexy pan- aliens. Se- they're sexy and yeah. pants are garbage. So yeah. why? I, yeah. So I'd go first to that world. That's yeah. right. <laughs> no pants world? Bring, yeah. That's yeah. the thing, too. Like with, with like, uh, alien probing and stuff like that, always up the butt. Always. Oh, yeah. Never mind. So, yeah, yeah. And that's so, like, we do that to dogs and to, I mean, a way do, to do we? Do we? Yeah. I mean, we, like, for, <laughs> for taking temperature and stuff like that, that's how we used to do it. And, like, do like, we? Or do you? I don't. <laughs> but like, you know, that's that, that's kind of a sign right there that maybe they're not as as advanced that they still got to do things the the tail end way. You well, know, it's just like maybe they saw like, oh, they think we do this. Let's totally do this just to mess with them. Yeah. <laughs> like, they're just bullies. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. It does seem like an auxiliary port. Or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. A little. But see, that, but my thing is. My thing is, though, at first glance, you know, I see four or five holes just on your face that you can Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? We're going to have to remove all clothes. If it's an alien, they don't know anything about us. How do they even know it's there? They're just like, oh, wait. Well, it's a very what? discreet hole, so they're the most curious about yeah, it. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> like, what is this? this why are you hiding People this? are putting like three layers of stuff over this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really trying to keep this wrapped up. <laughs> Must be exactly. their most fragile area let's yeah. destroy it there's no way <laughs> that's great um yeah but we're gonna cut to another quick break sorry for cutting it a little short but we're gonna cut to a break and when we get back we're gonna chat with todd get to know him a little bit better thank you for listening to comedy talk on waveformradio.com welcome back ladies and gentlemen to comedy talk with raymond and john Woo! There we go. I thought you were going to... Yeah, oh, no, I'm, I'm good. I was waiting yeah. for onwaveformradio.com yeah. because that's where we're at, guys. Make sure to like us on all social media, Facebook, Instagram. 150 weeks ago, like one of our posts. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. Twitter. Uh, tell all your friends. Tell See, your mom. See, that's what's called an alley-oop, Raymond. There you go. You picked, a, you picked up what I was dropping down. And, I, that's, and that's why we are love partners. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're, we're definitely... Yeah. Nothing, yes. We're here with Todd. How's it man? It's going really good. I mean, we've good. been here with you, but... I'm having a great time. This is really fun. I'm glad. I'm glad that you could be here and have a good time with us. I'm having a good time, what, too. What would you leave as a Yelp review? Yeah. Um, it, you The stars are so much like you'd have to get them from space and bring them to, and oh, then deliver wow. them in person. Yeah. You honestly just made my day. Yeah, that so think about that. And think that was a great callback, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> the alley-oop. <laughs> so, Todd, how long have you been uh, doing stand-up for? Uh, three years, okay. and unfortunately not as often as you should to be really good. That's the story of our lives yeah. as well, yeah. yes. At least you're honest. I yeah. That. yeah. But I, I never decline a show. If, if, if I'm available, I'll always do one. And I'm very thankful uh, to be from Los Angeles, so I have uh, a home field advantage in terms of friends. So right. yeah, if good. there's a bringer show, I know I got that in the bag. Yeah. And let's say someone... You know, uh, who's my friend here is from uh, another part of the city or the country. Mm-hmm. They don't have that base to just draw from, so yeah, they just right. have to be a really good comedian. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So I, I've kind of like leaned too heavy on that. Um, so 
anyway. Is that something that you want to kind of get away from? Or Oh, yeah, I'm hitting the open mics hard. I'm hitting, you know, whatever shows I can. I'm just doing backyard shows. I'll do a show. At, at someone's living room, if they're having dinner and they just want to hear, hear me yeah. tell, you know, you you'll come do and do a show in Huntington Beach on the second story of, uh, yeah. of a wedding place. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> it does not <laughs> matter. Not that. Yeah, exactly, you know, it's, it's gorilla comedy. Right, it's it's fun. You, did you get your start in LA? Yeah, it's it's funny because I I we've met a lot of comics who started in LA, and not to discourage you or anything, but the first thing they said to us was stay out of LA. Yep. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they and wish they didn't start in LA. I don't know if they're saying that just to keep us out to thin out the competition because yeah. <laughs> we're hilarious. We're like the funniest guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but the, they're saying it just it just kills you. It just it's just a grind where, and then and then we had another comedian. His name was Brett Dulcom. He's traveled around the whole country. His his family moved a lot. And he got to start in like Detroit. I think. Yeah, I believe mm-hmm. it was when Detroit. He, yeah, and then when he came to LA, she's like, I don't know how guys start in LA yeah. because you do get a lot of access and you do get it to meet a lot of people. And the look on your face now is like, I need to get out. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I, but uh, yeah, do you share that sentiment? I've heard uh, Ali Wong, hilarious comedian. Yeah. She Great. she told me the same thing. She's like, he started in LA. But it's not like I can just go, all right, guys, I'm going to move to Des Moines to be right. better at yeah, stand up. Yeah, exactly. So what can so I do? I understand, yeah. And there's um, the very first time I ever did an open mic ever mm-hmm. was so at Fat Face Fenner's Fish Shack in Hermosa Beach <laughs> oh, and I had right. I, I had five buddies come to watch me and they were terrified at how garbage I was <laughs> and at the t- r- roughly around the two minute marker a lady shouted out can you stop talking now oh, oh wow <laughs> yeah oh. So that was my very first time. Now, and I love. You kept going though. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah I yeah. love that so much. I love it so much because it's like, I just had a show at the Hollywood Improv where I introduced David Spade. Oh, was the first guy I hosted uh, it. Who was the Tyler Stone? Yeah, I saw that. And let me just be very clear. I'm a six comedian. Like I'm a hard six. Definitely not over that. I know that for sure. But I like I had seventy friends show up. That's awesome! Wow. So that's more awesome. that's more friends than I even yeah. have. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't even have that many friends. I, just I don't know if I've had seventy <laughs> friends show up this year <laughs> in total. Yeah. yeah. And I travel a lot. That's <laughs> There's <awesome>. opportunity. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I I know for a fact that it's not because I'm the most hilarious guy ever. But um, with that, so without the support of that quantity, mm-hmm. I definitely wouldn't be able to host that show. I, you know, I introduced Sebastian Maniscalco, Joe oh, Coy, man. all these heavy hitters. It's yeah. like it's a dream come true for someone who's like from Cincinnati. Yeah, that's they crazy. would all you know. But I have this advantage that I have friends who are very loving and supporting. And I, I thank you and thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> so, I like the pants yeah. So what was the what was the spark? I mean, growing up, were you always a funny kid? I mean, did you always just like playing pranks or I don't know with your parents? How or to start? Like that? Yeah, good question. So I always felt like the class clown. It. It feels like a blessing and a curse because I never think of things. I'm never serious about stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I'm serious when it needs to be, but the rest of the time I'm like, "Hey, what's funny here? What's funny yeah, here? Exactly. What's funny here?" It, it, it is a blessing and a curse. Yeah. And it's like it's like if I could stop that part of my brain, maybe I would. But like, I, there's no. It yeah. never stops. Yeah. So what am I supposed to do? Right. And I always thought of um, it. Stand-up comedy is the most pure version of comedy because it's like. It's you versus the everything. And are you funny enough to make a stranger laugh that his mom's got cancer, yeah, that yeah. they just got their car towed that morning, mm-hmm. and you have to make a joke that fights through that. Right. And that, to me, is so powerful. And um, so the, I, not to get serious or whatever, but I have my, my dad passed away five years ago, 
And uh, a couple, like two weeks after that, I got some free tickets to Laugh Factory. Mm-hmm. And I watched Chris D'Elia perform. Nice. And he made me laugh so hard, me and my, my date, that like my, I had to massage my face. I'd never had that before. And I complete, like I thought about his set for the next like several months. And I was like, oh my God, this is, this is it. Like I have to do yeah. this. Yeah. And it's crazy because on October 13th, he's on, our, he's on the lineup and I get to introduce wow. him on stage. Awesome. There you go, man. Yeah, I'm the super thrilled. Behind it all. Yeah. I'm super thrilled. Yeah, that started it all. Yeah, so. Yeah, because I mean, it's funny. Not a lot of people don't understand that mindset. But for me, like when crappy things happen to me, I meet like I'll yell or I'll get frustrated, but then I'll make a joke out of it. Oh yeah, that's just it's the best. You know, humor really is the best medicine. I was at that time. I met one of my friends who was the funniest person I'd ever met in my life, and we became like really tight best friends and stuff. And um, I was so intensely funny all the time. You know, obviously as a way to cope, Mm -hmm. but I just. I saw everyone sat around me, and I'm like, no, 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 no. I know how to fix this. Like, bam, 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 bam. Now, yeah. was that good? is that good coping? Probably not, right? <laughs> not right. But either way, that's what happened. So. Cool, cool. I guess something uh, – your father passed something along to you. Oh, big time. Yeah. But he always encouraged me as far as, like, production. I, for a living, I, I do TV production. Oh, okay. Um, and, you know, so the, creati- the creativity part is uh, – that's just my jam. Yeah. Uh, he, was he a funny guy? He no, he wasn't. He wasn't. Yeah. You know, <laughs> <laughs> he's kind of a dick, man. Yeah. No, dude. <laughs> no, he he was our, he was like my coach in football and stuff. Oh, and okay. I definitely like he definitely would like come up to me and like slap me on the back of the head and be like, "You need to hit harder." And I'm like, "All right, I'm in third grade. We'll figure this out." <laughs> <laughs> you mean harder than you just hit me? Yeah. Pretty hard. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, but he was a great man and, you know, very supportive. And if, you know, he definitely would have been very thrilled to see all this stuff. And so, yeah, mm-hmm. it's all good. That's cool, man. It's all positive. So you, uh, you've you been on uh, TV a little bit. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so funny. So on some dating shows? I was on some dating. Okay. I was on, uh, I had a nice run, right? I had a nice three, t- nice. <laughs> three dating show run. Nice. <laughs> so my friend's friend was a casting recruiter and she saw he gave her my number and she's like hey you want to come try out for these shows i'm like yeah sure what's what yeah let yeah. me let me dick around on television and just make an idiot of myself yeah. like i'm all about yeah, that why so not? let's do it right so the first one was around robin right mm-hmm. it was, uh it's called uh uh excused and I beat the field. No, oh, I've seen that one. Yeah. Right. So All funny. Right. And, and, a, and a, now you're famous. Yeah, yeah. And Elijah Schlesinger was the host. Really? And oh, she really? is she is rip roaring hilarious. Yeah. She, she is. is so witty. It is oppressive. Like you sit there and like, how can I get a joke yeah. in? Like you just can't she's do it. She's so, she's so good. Yeah. So it was really fun to do that. And then uh, there was another one called Baggage with Jerry I've Springer. One. I've seen that one. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. So <laughs> it's it's where there's a panel of girls and they talk about all their baggage, uh-huh. and then. They have Sounds to reveal healthy. it. They, they reveal it, uh, and then you 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 know chop them down as you go, uh-huh. and then you reveal your baggage. And my va- my baggage was, uh, does Todd have a man crush on Phil Collins? And it's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, how's that baggage? How's that not everyone's luggage? Know, like, right? that's my yeah. the best thing about. Me. <laughs> yeah, that's actually the first thing I put on my resume. Yeah, <laughs> 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 draw my driver's license. Collins lover. Yeah, it's on my driver's license. Like, get out of Dodge. Um, <laughs> And so they uh, they paired me with this girl at the end. And like I actually liked her. She was like she was super smoking hot. And then I thought we were gonna go on this date. They gave us a five hundred dollar gift card. I'm like, oh, wow. I want this gift card, yeah. right? 
And so I thought I was going to take her on this date, and I was like, hey, so, like, I talked to my handler. We had 20 seconds to talk after the camera's wrapped, and then, like, she just went away, and I never saw her again. Really? Was, but you just, got the gift certificate. I did. Yeah. So I took Wait, my mom. I took my mom. Nice. <laughs> there you go. So then, that was awesome. So then after that, they, they asked me if I wanted to go on this show called Sweet Home Alabama, which is the homeless man's version of The Bachelorette. Uh, oh, it's wow. for, wow. for um, not can't make fun of. I actually went to work on that show, so producers don't give me a hard time. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, those producers are avid listeners. Oh, for sure. <laughs> so it's uh, uh, eleven city guys versus eleven country dudes for the affection of some southern belle. Oh. And uh, my whole deal, like they flew us to Alabama. I it was pr- it was like a thirty day bachelor party that's recorded on television and then broadcast. <laughs> so sounds fantastic. Yeah, yeah sounds yeah. amazing. So we a lot of bro, a lot of bro love. It's just you know really cool. I mean, you're with a girl like maybe a couple hours for the whole time. Oh, wow. So the rest of the time you're just broing out, and I'm yeah. very good at that. <laughs> <laughs> also, also on his driver's license. Yeah, yeah. Loves Phil Collins, ultimate bro. Yeah. <laughs> so my, I thought that my role was if she likes dudes that can be weird, nobody has a shot yeah. better than me. Yeah. Nobody, right? right? So I was like, let me hit her with the weirdest thing I can say right off the bat. And if she likes that, I win day one for sure. Yeah. And if I don't, they kick me out day one for sure, and I'm just fine with that. Yeah, right? exactly. So, so she was wearing purple. Her name was Paige Duke. So I resolved in my head. I resolved in my head. I was like, okay, I'm going to hit her with, the, with a couple pickup lines. So she sits down. She goes, hey, Todd, how are you? I go, Paige, I got two serious questions for you. My cameras are rolling, <laughs> and I'm I'm letting a pregnant pause happen, so it's really uncomfortable. Oh, perfect. I was like, I want two serious answers for my two serious questions. I was like, Has anybody ever told you that you looked perfect in purple? And she starts kind of laughing or whatever. And then I was like, Okay, second second question, equally as serious, and I need an answer. Has anyone ever told you that the D in Duke stands for delightful? So she starts laughing, and she's like, Do you come up with pickup lines for every girl? And I'm like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but you did your homework. You I, did, you know, you tried. I tried to do That's something fine. funny, and yeah. all, all the other guys were like, hey, do you love dogs? Because yeah. I do, too. <laughs> and I'm like, worst ever. Right. So it was a fun experience. That's fun. Did you end up getting Paige Duke? No, I did not. Uh, a, f- a farmer from Minnesota named Jer- Jeremiah okay. got her, yeah. And, but we're all in competition with this guy named Bubba Thompson, who is a cattle rancher in Alabama. So how would, how would a guy who sells BMWs beat a cattle rancher from Alabama for a girl named Paige Duke. Impossible. Yeah, exactly. Like, I can only imagine the cattle rancher makes more money, too. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Well, and no. I know shows like that, too. Like, a lot of times, like, the show Next, the old Dating uh-huh. Channel about that, They a lot of times they'll already have, like, the girl's boyfriend on the bus. And oh, for sure. It. Yeah, and they'll just do it for the TV time. Like, uh. Or it's like, oh, this girl already has a husband, but we're just going to show it. You know, it's... it's. It, it was... Um, she liked the one guy on day one mm-hmm. because there's 22 guys. You're only going to be attracted to like four of them, maybe. Yeah. yeah. But the one there's one guy you really like, and she liked this dude like from day one. So, gotcha. You know, well, you're you're just perfect the way yeah. you are. <laughs> <laughs> you, don't, you don't need. Paige I would have picked you. <laughs> Paige Duke. If you're listening out there, you you screw you, out. Paige. <laughs> you don't know what you missed out on. You do not look great in purple. Oh my God. <laughs> 
D is not for delightful. Oh. <laughs> well, the best part is she gave me a shout out on Maxim Magazine because they asked her. Oh, wow. They asked her what was the best pickup line you've ever received, and she she recited there my two pickup really? lines. So I was like one for the home team, right? There you there. Go. That's more of a victory. Yeah, it was. It felt page. good. You got the Maxim. You're immortalized in this. In this. Magazine. It's in writing. It's exactly. in writing. Yeah. It's in writing. I would have made another joke about the D and Duke and been out immediately. <laughs> 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 it's a nice meeting you, Paige. Peace. <laughs> Drop the oh, man. Just walk back to the limo. Like, you can just take me home, guys. I don't even need and this then, anymore. And then she'd seek you out. She would, yeah. like, get on a plane and find you. Oh, yeah. Where, is that? Where is that guy? He's so mysterious. <laughs> he didn't even say his name. <laughs> walked up, made a D joke, and laughed. <laughs> oh, that's oh, great. That's yeah, awesome. That's the way to go. I got to take notes from you, Dave. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, it works out all the time, trust me. <laughs> so we're running a little short on time, but I got one quick question for you, Todd. I know, I mean, in, in these reality shows, do they, they paint you a certain way. Oh, obviously. yeah. Obviously, they, they, they can cut and edit any way they want. So what was the persona they gave you? They, and, and did it reflect you accurately at all? They or? they started as the douchebag salesperson. So that's what, uh, how okay. they wanted me to be. Yeah. But I was too much of a kick-ass bro. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm going skins all the time. Yeah. You know, we're, we're chucking beer. We're doing the whole nine. That there was no way that, that they they plugged they plugged me as the goofball because I was doing pranks. I'm like, listen, if the cameras are rolling, your boy's acting a fool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the way to do it. That's yeah. a great disclaimer. Yeah. That's yeah. also third on your resume. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, we're we gonna cut to a quick break. When we come back, we're gonna chat with Todd a little bit more. So thank you for uh, listening to Comedy Talk on WaveformRadio.com. And now, another full hour of Comedy Talk with Raymond and John on WaveformRadio.com. Welcome, welcome, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We are still here with Todd. Hey, Todd. What's up, guys? You know, I'm, I'm farther away from you now because we switched seats, but I, you know. Yeah. I, I don't like I don't the distance now, between us. Yeah, and now I see Nate a lot more clear yeah. this whole time. I think yeah. I forgot what you looked like, actually. <laughs> it happened. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we have one last question with you, Todd. I think you might have already answered it, but uh, we, uh, we asked all of our comedians uh what is the worst experience you've ever had on stage? Oh, uh, yeah, I definitely got... Ha- oh, no, no, no. I was at the Comedy Store, and it was my second show at the Comedy Store ever. The first one was a bringer show where I had, I would say, half the audience was for me. Wow. And so it was my first show ever, so they were super supportive. They were going to laugh at anything. So yeah. I thought yeah. that, yeah, I can just do this. This can happen, and yeah. anything that I say is going to be funny. <laughs> so, and they laughed at that. And then the next time... It, the, sh- uh, the main room was packed, mm-hmm. and there were seven people that I knew, and they were all scattered about, and my jokes weren't funny, uh, and Bill Burr was going on right behind oh me. Oh, no. Man. So it was Cricket City Supreme like you would not believe. The one laugh that I did get, though, was my well, my uh, old roommate who was laughing at how hard I was failing, and, then, <laughs> and, and, and he was one of the funniest people I've ever even heard of, yeah. so it was it made up for it, but that was really, oh. that was really sobering. I can only yeah. Very sobering. You know, it's funny because I, if I, if there were 50 people I knew on the stage, I would freak out. Like, I couldn't perform. Like, yeah. it, I can perform, I would rather perform in front of 300 strangers Got it. and in front of 20 people that I know. Yeah, mm-hmm. 20 of my friends. Uh, that's, yeah. just, that's just me. But yeah. like, Because then it's like, if I bomb, I see these people again the next day. Yep. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? But, and they're all going to be trying try to be polite about yeah. it. And like, yeah. It just makes it so funny. much worse. Yeah. Like, no, I totally, th- they weren't with you, but it was funny. Like, yeah. just shut up. <laughs> just shut up. Exactly. It was brutal. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, yeah, that's just me. All right, well, Todd, thank you so much for, uh, for being here with us. Oh, man, this Where was really people, fun. Yeah, definitely. Where can people find you at? Um, 
I'd say uh, Todd Dorham uh, on Twitter at Todd Dorham on Twitter. Spell that out. Yeah, T O D D D O R A M. I should have come up with a better handle. The D's in a row. It just doesn't yeah. look. Doesn't even look good. It doesn't. Does look one good. of them stand for delightful? <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's like, it can't be more original than comedy talk. Yeah. Somehow we managed to. We got it. comedy <laughs> talk. I don't know. Yeah. And then for wow. Twitter, we got at comedy talk show. I don't know how we got really? that. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Right? We got that. That's a shocker. So. But that's cool. Any uh, shows coming up? Oh, yeah. I do. On the 13th of October at the Hollywood Improv, Skylar Stone's Comedy Rocks. Okay. Uh, Chris D'Elia is the, the headliner, main headliner right now. Mm-hmm. Jason Collings, I think Bobby awesome. Lee, uh, Andy Kozell. So it's going to be a h- hilarious lineup. Awesome. And, um, yeah, is that I, I heard they know. mostly talk about music more than any. Is that how it goes? I'm not too familiar with how. Well, well, he has a music guest that has oh, an appearance. Okay. So uh, occasionally they'll he'll just do an interview with them. Mm-hmm. And I like to incorporate music as a prop in some of uh, some of my jokes. Uh, so see. that's encouraged uh, there. Whereas some comedians kind of look down on that. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, but it's well, I mean it's a fun way to you know add an, uh, another element of art into yeah. comedy. So I, I like it. Mm. That's great. Yeah, yeah, killer lineup. I mean, if you're in the area, definitely go check it out. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, any one person would pay to see any one of those comedians. Yeah, oh exactly. yeah, and, have and them all one lineup is killer. When you go on to Laugh Stub, you look up Hollywood Improv, the 13th of October, 10 p.m. show, Skylar Stone's Comedy Rocks, and you enter Todd T O D D all caps for five bucks off. It's like Fifteen bucks. There you Dang. go. There you it's go. A steal. Yeah. That's a, that's you, you, these people don't even know you, and you're hooking them up. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, we're going to keep rolling through. Um, Todd, you can hang out. Don't worry. Yeah. Uh, you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so earlier the, in the set, in the show, we were talking about aliens a little bit. And so since we're on the topic of space and intelligent life and whatnot, we came up with this idea. Um, let's say intelligent life showed up on our planet. More intelligent life. More intelligent. Us. Slightly mm-hmm. more. Or a lot more. Yeah. Probably a lot more. <laughs> um, and for whatever reason, you two have been chosen as the ambassador. Whatever reason, it's because they're the most amazing people on earth. That is true. <laughs> I mean, we have them here. Yeah, you know, Nate knows something. a guy who owns a burrito shop. Right? <laughs> <laughs> and they make great t-shirts. Yeah. There you go. I mean, that alone is enough reason. That's a visual joke for you radio yeah. listeners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a burrito shirt, that sounds hilarious. <laughs> um, you have to show them like just whatever comes off the top of your head is the, the most significant thing that I think you think would exemplify the human race. I guess you have some. You got some stuff, Raymond. We'll go first. Yeah, we'll go so first. So you give you time. Yeah, <laughs> and then you point it. I'm pointing yeah. you. I was gonna play some Jeopardy music if I can find it. Jeopardy music. Jeopardy music. <laughs> yeah. I'll find it though. So you can just that, go ahead. That's a little too serious yeah. for this. It well, is. I guess the first thing I show them is pizza. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> that's my priorities right there. That's I, the number one thing on earth is pizza. I would say so. I'd say pizza is pretty good. It offers a number of different. Oh, yeah. A number yeah. of different nutritional items, or it can be disgusting. It can be healthy and be true, disgusting. Very, very it's very versatile. It's very easy to make. And it's very cheap, relatively <laughs> speaking. <laughs> In alien dollars, would you know it, the, alien, the, the conversion rate? Well, the conversion rate? Well, the conversion rate is like every, for every $1, it's like three quarsecs. So, <laughs> I mean, you know, I think they'll do just fine. Um, I'd probably... I'd show them a compilation of like every hip hop music video I love. Okay. <laughs> Just yeah. to that was one of mine. I would show them music. 
Yeah. I'll show them some form of music. Just Girl, you look good once you back that ass up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just because I want them to be a little intimidated by how crazy we are. Like, yeah, I would show them like a I would show them a DMX. Yeah, See, exactly. that's our, our, when, you that? first, when you first told me the question, like, all right, these aliens have come to our... our <laughs> and, like, my first thought, I was like, I would show them like human centipede and like Marilyn Manson, <laughs> like, go away. Yeah. We're all crazy. Yeah. You, you don't, don't want to be here. You don't want none of this. Like, I just yeah. want them to be like, you know what, this... We're sorry. We're going to go. Yeah. You guys have fun. No idea what we stepped into. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'd probably show them a bunch of pictures of Kate Upton to show the opposite. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, you, like even if they're completely alien species, alien species, there's something about symmetry yeah. and large, <laughs> large body parts. Succulousness. Exactly. That has to be attract, like yeah. universal attractiveness. You know yeah, I mean? it has to be. Unless even if aliens they, gotta love boobs. Even if they, gonna, yeah, let's just cut to the chase. <laughs> let's cut to the chase. <laughs> let's just cut to the chase. Aliens have to love. Unless boobs. they're butt aliens, but even then, Maybe. she's got a nice boob. <laughs> so I think at the very least, it'll awaken something. It'll it'll create a bridge. It'll yeah. a bridge between us. Where they're like, I had no idea this was existed, and it's I awesome. Would, I would show them. Cooked portobello mushrooms. Ooh. <laughs> I think <laughs> that's probably one of my favorite things to eat. And so I'd be like, this, you need to eat this right now. It's the most amazing thing ever. And I feel like they would make me their king after that. Obviously. <laughs> like, we have well, shown greatness. What if it's like the uh, the signs and they're absolutely, portobello mushrooms kill them? Well, then they don't deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> you should be dead. Yeah. If you can't eat portobello mushrooms, I don't want to know you. Yeah. What about you, Todd? You got anything? Yeah, I mean, from a selfish standpoint, I think that I would share with them my high school football highlight reel. Humble brag. Just in case they have a new college or, you know, they, I, can, I can have... <laughs> I could be eligible to play there, you, you know. Of course, like you is scouting. <laughs> yeah. I'm done here. I got no chance yeah. to play anymore here. So I would show them Todd's episode of Sweet Home Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt. It's yeah. like this. This man is a king, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. It's either that or or um, I would show them Kanye West. I'd say, guess what, guys. <laughs> We're doing things down here, okay? Yeah. This yeah. guy's crazy. You, you, guys don't, you, don't want you guys think you're a big deal. This guy's going to be a <laughs> president. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Seriously. Yeah. <laughs> Is, is there anything that you would not show them? Like, you would just keep it the most secret thing in the entire world? Oh, for sure. Chipotle burritos. <laughs> 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 You've thought about this before. Yeah. That was a very calculated answer. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's no way I want that secret getting out. Like, yeah. I want that on our planet yeah, only. Right. I don't want our product diluted. We have to have some kind of monopoly. Yeah. yeah. I would end up doing something stupid, though, and, like, trying to show them my iPhone and how amazing it is. Uh, like, no, right. this is, like, the peak of our technology. And they're like, we flew here. <laughs> yeah. We know. Yeah. <laughs> we have this planted in our brains. Yeah. yeah, exactly. My entire life is a video game now. <laughs> what would you, Johnny, would you just keep anything secret? Keep anything secret? Keep you secret. Probably my porn. Yeah, your porn. Because <laughs> even by alien standards, they think it's weird. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> it was really revealing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a glimpse into Johnny's right. life, guys. <laughs> I don't know if I keep anything secret. I'm kind of an open book. Yeah. Especially since they're alien, because they wouldn't really They care. like know nothing. I would show them a 10-minute clip of me at the improv. Yeah. Nice. Because then the rest of the world will be watching, and then boom, yeah. I just got it, my 10 minutes out to like there 7 billion people. And you'd probably so. be like, no, uh, I'm actually a really, really famous comedian yeah. here. <laughs> this, is, yeah. this is very important Where it's like clearly being Earth. recorded on an iPhone. Right, yeah. 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 <laughs> and your buddies are just yeah. laughing in the background. Yeah. <laughs> Servers walking up. You're not supposed to record right. here. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. It's, totally, it's going to be worth it. It's be worth <laughs> Sir, you're not on the show. Get off the stage. Yeah, and then even by alien standards, I'll be famous. So. Yeah. Yeah. I think
think that'll be my that'll be I'll be I skyrockets opening for Kevin Hart. <laughs> Yeah. Kevin Hart's awesome, by the way. Is, oh, you met, I'm sure you've met him. I mean, you've seen He's, him met a lot of crazy people. Yeah. he. Uh, la- I, I met him, and I want to say, wh- oh, gosh, Akon, the rapper, at the what? same yeah. time. I love Akon. Yeah. And so, and I had no idea who Akon was, and all I was like, all about Kevin. I was like, Kevin, man, you're so funny. So at the Laugh Factory, so nice. Thank you for, you're just great. He was yeah. super cordial, super nice, all yeah. that stuff. And Akon's like... Yeah, I'm like a famous rapper. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've gone platinum I a just, few times. I just, I tower bust him so hard. I'm like, <laughs> only talk to Kevin. It's yeah. great. Well, I guess, I mean, if someone were like an R&B aficionado, they'd go to Akon Yeah, I know Akon. I, yeah, I, 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 I would walk up to Kevin Hart first, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I know Akon, so I'd be like, hey, you're Akon. I yeah. Like I know both of them, but I would act like I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> just for my own personal. Yeah, right? mm-hmm. I'd show them Kevin Hart and Akon. Yeah, the aliens. The aliens? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> What, was there anything you you keep secret? <sighs> the only thing I hate on this entire planet is onions. So I probably oh would my hide God. onions. Really? I would hide onions from them just so they don't have to just bear what I hate. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'd be like, that sucks. stay away from these things, man. I don't understand your distaste for onions. I, you realize onions are in everything, right? I will cook with onions. I'll do it. But I will not eat an onion. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do like, it. I like the resolution, yeah. <laughs> but I, I cannot eat an onion. Any, Can you, any, I would, in I would, salsa? Nothing. Wow. I like okay. dipping my chip in salsa and getting the flavor and then pulling the chip out, but not oh, wow. the actual onion. I can't, it's the texture, the taste, and the disgustingness. I just don't like it. That's how I feel about tomatoes, honestly. I, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of the same with tomatoes. I can eat a tomato in a certain yeah. sandwich. But, uh, if I was going to hide something, it would probably be like Yelp. Like, I wouldn't want yes. them to know that about us. Yeah. Right. Like, they would spend five minutes on Yelp and be like, you guys are the worst. Yeah. Why are you guys so angry right. about I would, everything? I, I think I would honestly, <laughs> like, ban YouTube. I would not show them really? YouTube. Really? Well, just there's so there's a many. There's a lot of good stuff well, on YouTube. For every one good thing, there's like 10 bad things it's on like, YouTube. It's like, so serious. The aliens would be like, why do you love cats so much? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or like YouTube comment fights. Oh I would get God. rid of the YouTube comments, oh, maybe. Probably. So I would do like, that in real life. Though. <laughs> like, I would just right. do that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They'd be so confused because it's like, I'm seeing you spelled U as Y-O-U, but this Earthling wrote it with just a U. <laughs> <laughs> what are we doing here? Yeah. Interplanetary war all of a sudden. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I show us show weapons because would it be worth flexing? Because like they could they, they got here. I'm sure they have more. Like they're like, oh, a gun. What does this thing do? Yeah, oh, that's whatever. He's got a board with a nail yeah. in it. Run! <laughs> <laughs> they just melt our brains with yeah, their minds. Exactly. It's just like I don't think. It but it's be. okay. We have mirrors, so we can deflect. That's true. <laughs> that is very true. They would they would touch down and be like, guys. Stay cool. They have mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> Our weapons are useless. <laughs> pew, pew. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That would be uh, pretty I, interesting. I would definitely show them Justin Timberlake just oh, to say, like, yes. yep, hey, guys, this guy, he, you knew nothing you could do is better than what he all, yeah. all the time Here's does. The thing, true. Even the thing you're good at, he's yeah. better at it yeah. than you yeah. are. Yeah. Right. Right. I'm right. willing to bet they already know about Justin yeah, that's true. That's the reason why they come here. <laughs> like we're here we for are Justin. Here, we're here for the one named Justin Timberlake. I, I have to admit that, like, you think to yourself there's a celebrity person out there, and I have something on him that maybe he doesn't have on me. Mm-hmm. Right. I was like, well, maybe Justin Timberlake's short. Maybe maybe I'm taller than him, yeah. and that's, like, the only thing I have on him. Guy's 6'2". He's 6'2". <laughs> I got nothing on Justin Timberlake. Right. Yeah. He's got my wife. He's got my <laughs> more humor than I'll ever have. Right. He has a singing voice. He could, like... I, I I'm done. I'm darker than Justin Timberlake. You are. He Whoa, did. He did. Take that. He dated Britney in her prime. Yeah. Do you know how hard that is? Yeah. 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 Oh. I think. That, that <laughs> yeah. The fact that you marry Jessica Biel and you're like, I've had better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How does any? How does someone not top out of that? Yeah. Oh. That's ridiculous. Um, Justin Timberlake would be a good option. 
I love that we started on space and now we're all just admitting how much we love Justin Timberlake. <laughs> <laughs> and it's universal right. agreement. Not yeah. a single one has been like, guys, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's amazing. Have you seen Into yeah. His Eyes? No, no one Into has. His Eyes. Yeah. <laughs> because then you, you, would, you would go and turn into a coma. Yeah. There is no mirror to deflect that gaze. Yeah. Yeah, seriously. I've met one guy who didn't like Justin Timberlake, and I literally brought him up to all my friends like, hey, this guy doesn't like Justin Timberlake. And they're like, what? Really? It was Gabe. Gabe doesn't like Justin Timberlake? See, there you go. God, Perfect. shame him. Yeah. It's that's that's how Universal is looking. Yeah, because if if he's not hitting you with the music, he's hitting you with comedy. Like, yeah. who's a double threat like that? Yeah, yeah. and he can dance. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Yeah. We need to get Justin on this show somehow. <laughs> yeah. All of us just, just, just My girlfriend literally just texted me. I love Justin. <laughs> 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 well, thanks thanks for listening, babe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what if Justin Timberlake is an alien? What if that's the reason? That could be very. Wow. I could see that. Really? How are, you, how are you that good <laughs> at everything? I see that. How are you that good at everything? He's like, he has some crazy program that just like analyzes the best aspects of mankind yeah. and he just does it all because he's an alien and yeah, he exactly. do that, I guess. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> when he gets home, he takes off a mask. He's like six eyes. And like, That's actually helping me a lot because <laughs> to this point... I was really frustrated with how much I. I, <laughs> I mean, I'm like, oh, he's an alien. Oh, that's yeah. very obvious. That's, yeah, I can live then, with that. Then you can finally feel better. You're like, yeah. oh, of course. That's why he's so amazing at what he does. The only logical explanation. From the power of our yellow sun, that's why he's better. <laughs> <laughs> and then he puts on a pair of glasses and he disappears. Yeah. No one knows where he went. He just gets that top ramen haircut and they're like, ah, oh, there's no way he's an alien. He's yeah. one of us. Exactly. We're good. <laughs> um, all yeah, right, guys. Very interesting. Well, we are going to cut to a quick break. When we get back, we are going to start chatting with Nate. Thank you so much for listening to Comedy Talk on WaveformRadio.com. And now, back to Comedy Talk with Raymond and John on WaveformRadio.com. We are back. Ooh, you feel like you hear that funky music? I thought you were totally going to pick another song. I was going to. I clicked the wrong button. <laughs> <laughs> but I liked how you played it off, though. Yeah, totally. Good. I totally clicked the wrong button. Yeah. So we are back. We with are. Nick. Oh, my God. What's your last name? Weather Up. Weather Up. That's so... I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm out of here. Very, yeah. No. You Very know what? The level of disrespect yeah. on this show. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything before. Right. <laughs> and it's like, you took way too long to compliment me on my burrito shirt. <laughs> right? <laughs> Didn't bring it up to the second half. Uh, how you doing, Nate? I'm doing all right. How about you? Yeah, doing well. Doing well. Um, so, uh, first, yeah, how long have you been doing stand-up comedy? I've been doing it six and a half years. Nice. Yeah. Okay, so you're starting to get into that latter half where things are things starting are to get... Enough. Yeah, things are getting well, a little more... Well, and serious. as opposed to Todd, like, I started out in Chicago. Oh. And I, I got into the point where things were going great, and I'm like, let's give all of that up. Uh, <laughs> and then move to L.A. and start over are. again. How yeah. is Chicago? But I've only heard amazing things about Chicago. Chicago is, I tell people every time I get a chance, that if, if you want to start comedy and you don't want to start in L.A. or New York, it's it's perfect. It's, it's like comedy college. There are so really? many people doing it, and not only stand-up, but they have an amazing improv scene, obviously, with Second City yeah. and I.O. and all that stuff. And so there's a ton of cross. I mean, at any given time, any night of the week, there are open mics, there are showcases, there are places to go. There's a ton of clubs. Dang. It's awesome. It's fantastic. Plus, all the really good acts from New York and mm-hmm. L.A. come through. So, like, I was a regular at Zany Chicago for uh-huh. five years, and I was I was a house MC there. I do months at a time. So I just get to sit there and watch, like, the best comics in the country come through and work. That's Man. awesome. Yeah, and it's, it's awesome. like it's work and school at the same time. Or I need to get my plane tickets for Chicago right now. Um, that's great, though. Yep. When did, when did you uh, 
I guess same question for Todd. Like, what was the spark? What yeah, was the how, thing how that, did it that kicked it all off? Uh, I wasn't the class clown. Like, oh, I was really? way too afraid to say something stupid and get yeah. made fun of. <laughs> right. So I was like, I was the clown to the nerds. Like, I would say something under my breath to my friends yeah. that was funny. Right. And it took a really, really long time and a lot of convincing. That's like, hey, you know, you can just say that out loud. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Other people it's will okay. find it funny too. Right. You can do but it. then people will hear it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And if they don't laugh, then I look like an idiot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so funny how comedy attracts those two opposite personalities. Oh, where yeah. it's like you can be the kind of loud, you know, uh, class clown mm-hmm. kind of character, or you can be the quiet, reserved person. Because I met two of the two, or there's plenty of comedians where I've met on the exact opposite spectrums yeah. when they're not on stage. Well, when they're on stage, they are crazy, mm-hmm. eccentric, and, and excited. Off stage, they're very quiet and reserved. I feel like that's pretty common, especially mm-hmm. for like really bombastic comics. Like yeah. they get off stage, and it's like they're just so subdued, and people yeah. are shocked by it. And I go, "No, you, you need to understand that hour at night. That's when he just gets to let that exactly. out." Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Most people get like brief spurts of yelling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and being, you know, abrasive. Uh, but that's great. Um, so yeah. So what was the first club you performed at? In um, the first club I performed at was Zany's. Like I started, oh, right, so right. Okay, uh, actually yeah. I started out doing open mics way up in the suburbs of Chicago at this place called Just Jokin. Nice. J u z j o k k i n. It's always good when it's spelled incorrectly. Yeah. yeah. Well, the, the two K's. That's how you know they're just joking. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, that place went out of business because apparently they hadn't paid their liquor license in like four years, and oh, it got yes. shut down. There like it go. got shut down at seven thirty on a Friday before really? show was supposed to start. Yeah, oh, wow. Yeah, uh, but that was that was where I started, and then I got an audition at the Zany Chicago, and, mm-hmm. and they used to do you know every week's every week on a Monday night, people would come and audition, and it would take forever, and you'd go back six seven times, and I. I I had been doing it for like nine months. I got an audition. It was the best six minutes I had ever had on stage. Like nice. it just oh, it awesome. just worked. Yeah. And they had me come back and do ten, and that just went flawlessly. Wow. And then on my yeah. one year anniversary of doing stand up, I actually had my first booked week there. No oh, way. That's awesome. Yeah, and it was it was awesome and it was exciting and I was so woefully underprepared. I can imagine because of yeah. how quickly it happened. Like at first, right. I'm like, I'm a genius. <laughs> I'm so good at this. Yeah. The ego has to right. be inflated. After and then that. I had yeah. my first like heckle. And I was like, I don't understand what to do. <laughs> yeah, just shut down. Exactly. Yeah, and I had I had two weeks booked there, and on the second week, I just had a like I just wasn't ready one of the shows, and that was the one show that the booker was there. Oh, and he was oh, like, no. we clearly jumped the gun. Yeah, and on it, like, and I didn't get booked there for like six more months, and I was heartbroken at first, and I was like, I'm never gonna work there again. But yeah. it actually made me go out. Like, right. It got to the point where I was like, any night that I'm not busy, I'm on stage because I have to get back to that. Right. I already did it. I'm not going to let that be the end of it. Yeah, definitely. And it forced me to like just keep going and learn how to do that stuff. Yeah, exactly. You got to take a little bit of a beating to, mm-hmm. to make yourself better. Sharpen your blade, yeah. as yep. I say. So you, you, so you were uh, starting to reach some level of you know uh, a good level of success in Chicago, and then you decided to move to LA. But before you moved to LA, what was you know what were what was going on in Chicago that was that you you know threw away as you said? Um, well, it was mostly just the regularity of work like oh, I was right. working 45 50 weeks a year because oh, uh, when you're a house MC for Zanies they give yeah. you a month at a time nice. so you're looking at six to nine shows a week Wow. and I was doing five months a year plus like fill-in dates here and there and wow. then uh, one of the best things about Chicago why it's a great place to start is you're within a six-hour drive from mm-hmm. like uh, Detroit Milwaukee Minneapolis Louisville 
Cleveland, Cincinnati. Like, there are so many other markets that mm-hmm. you can work and you can make it your career. Like, I've, I've been doing, I've only been doing stand up six and a half years. I've been doing it full time for over three of them. Wow. Because, wow. It, you know, as long as you're willing to leave town and try to make connections, you can work and yeah. you can make it, you know, not a great living, but you can live off of it. You right. can pay your rent. Right. And so. I got to the point where I was headlining smaller clubs, like off weekends, like holiday weekends, play, you know, stuff uh-huh. like that. So I'd gotten up to, to headlining, and I'd met Dave Coulier, and he was taking me on the road. Yeah, that's so right. That's, that's correct. Yes, that's right. Bit. Yeah. So it was it was great, and then I finally kind of went, like, you know, there is a ceiling at a certain point if you're a Midwest guy, and if, especially if you don't have TV credits, that uh-huh. you're never, ever going to get those good weekends. You're going to be that guy that'd be like, yeah, come fill in in July. Yeah. Uh-huh. Whenever, you right, know, yeah. Something <laughs> like that. So I figured, you know, it, if I really wanted to, to make a run at it, I had to actually come out and make a run at it. Yeah, that's good. And then what? Did, and then how long have you been living in LA then? Uh, I've been here since February. So oh, wow! So not yeah, so long. not long at all. No. Wow. Is, it, is, is this your first? This is is this your first time in LA? Tell us when you moved uh, there. No, I, I'd been here. Like I, I my uh, my best friend lived out here for a while, oh, so okay. I'd been out. And then I worked the Brea Improv oh, okay, last okay. September. Uh huh. So what I was talking about with Todd earlier, where it's just like seeing the the grind of the of an LA comic did, did that kind of shake you a little bit did you see that and you're like oh man like how do these people how are these people doing this or not necessarily it, the grind because it's the same thing right. like in, in Chicago's a big enough market that it's it's the same concept like I if see. you want to work okay. you got to you got to the the bigger issue was going like all right I'm starting back over at zero yeah cuz right. like in, you know anywhere that I used to be where they're like oh you've headlined Zanies that's uh-huh. huge yes of course we'd love to see your stuff and out here they're like you done who yeah, yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> nobody cares <laughs> nobody cares at all put sure. your name in the bucket and if you're lucky we'll pull it out yeah, yeah. there you go you got to start yeah so yeah. you were talking about uh, Dave Coulier. Yeah. How, you uh, went on the road with him for a bit of doesn't know Dave Coulier. Uncle Joey? Yep. Joey. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Apparently uh-huh. you don't know him. Yeah. Well, I, no, I just, Jesse and Joey always mix up. Yeah. Yeah. John, um, how did that even, how did that come about? How did, that did he still have a mullet? No, he did not still have a mullet. No, he did not. He's a, a joke about the mullet. It's oh, a nice one. Nice. I'll let him tell it. Yeah. Um, but no, was, uh, the Chicago Improv actually called me uh and the booker there said, hey, uh, we've got Dave Coulier coming in. He does a completely clean show, and you're probably the only comic in Chicago that's clean enough to do that. <laughs> really? Are you, are you fully clean? Or? Well, here's the deal. I was like, yeah, absolutely. I'd love to. Hung up the phone and went, what the hell are they talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not clean at all. Right. Well, I, the thing is, is like, I am, I don't have anything that's like really graphically sexual. Yeah. I, like, it, for me, it's more fun to allude to stuff and let right. the audience figure out what I'm talking about. Uh-huh. I, I just think it's more fun yeah. to have them have that moment in their head where they go, oh! Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I get what we're talking yeah. about. Right. And I, you know, I swear, and when I headline on my own or do my own stuff, I, I swear a bit because uh, I think sometimes it just makes it better. Yeah. It's more honest. It has a little punch to it. Yeah, and yeah. I honestly, like, especially if you're going to do a joke where you're angry, yeah. and you're like, ah, shucks. It just, <laughs> Dang, now. Yeah, yeah. but if you just say, you know, an actual, like, thing that people can go, yeah, I, I get that feeling. Mm-hmm. I've had that, as opposed to making it kind of cartoony. Mm-hmm. Uh, but with him, you know, at first I, I just whitewashed everything because right. I didn't really know what it meant. Yeah. And I was just, because, you know, clean also, every single person will give you a different definition of what that means. Right. And so at first, I've just I just wiped out anything I thought might push any boundaries, and then you know I've been working with him for two and a half years now, and so at this point I know it's like you know there's just a couple of words don't ever say those, mm-hmm. yeah. don't get graphical about anything, and, and just don't do anything that somebody you know your average audience member at a comedy club is like forty five years old married right. children, yeah. just don't do anything that might make them uncomfortable. Yeah, exactly. And it really doesn't. 
I don't feel like there's a lot of stuff that that takes off the table mm-hmm. anyway. Because well, the average 45-year-old person still swears. They mm-hmm. yeah. still make mm-hmm. dirty jokes. Yeah, it's adult still, clean yeah. is yeah. what he always says. And right. like, There are clubs that don't really read the contract and they start broadcasting G-rated show. Uh-huh. And we've done a couple where like all age audiences, kids can come. Oh, man. And every time I, I freak out because I'm like, I don't want to do something that's going to offend a parent. I certainly yeah. don't. Like, I have a joke where one of the punchlines is, there's no Santa. I don't want to ruin a kid's yeah. life. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm really worried that a kid's yeah. going to be like, what? Yeah. what do you and mean my you show had just corrupted his youth. Yeah. And so I, I got really nervous. And Dave was the one who goes, listen, I didn't tell them that. My manager didn't tell them that. Mm-hmm. I booked you to do the show you do. Do your show. Yeah. And so it's it's always nice just to have the back of the guy that's bringing you. He goes, no, don't worry. Like I didn't say that. I like what you're doing. Do what you do. That's awesome. Yeah, that's that's funny because Raymond and I actually did a show at OCC, and it was oh. like this this what was it like a it was for, sorority uh, or fraternity sorority, or something like but that. not like a cool sorority. Like, it was like a because <laughs> it was at OCC educational honor, yeah. <laughs> honor society so- sorority. Uh, okay. It yeah. wasn't like the fun sorority. It was the, but the yeah. smart sorority. So we were doing a show for them and. We had a lot. All the comedians were there. Showtime was in about ten minutes, and all of a sudden, one of the girls comes up. Like, by the way, there's like a nine-year-old kid in the audience. Oh. Front row. We were like, what? And we were like, yeah. I'm like, and then I don't know. We we kind of panicked, and we didn't have the heart to because they were there with like her, his parents or something yeah. like that. And we didn't have the heart to kick them out, which we probably should have. We definitely should have. But we, we kind of told our comics we were like, do cleanish if you can. Yeah. But if you can't, it's not a big deal because they just told us right now. And the nine-year-old kid was totally fine. Like, right. Yeah. But it messed with me because, like, literally five. Because I'm not a clean comic by by any means, and so five minutes before a show, all of a sudden, yeah. and I see the kid too. So yep. like all my that's the worst like, when you can yeah. see into the in, you uh, just like the youth. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. I can see the innocence that I'm about to destroy. Yeah. <laughs> so where about what cities did you go with, Dave Coulier? Uh, everywhere. everywhere. Um, yeah, I think we were in 29 states last year, or something like that. Wow, that's yeah, awesome. it, that's nuts. Yeah. You any crazy stories about Bob Saget? Or, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, many, but not mine not to tell. Uh, yeah. yeah, especially the Saget ones, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah, I remember the first time I ever saw Bob Saget. Was that actually there? Yeah, improv. And I had always heard these rumors about how dirty he was, and I finally saw him. I was like, yeah, he's definitely wow. dirty. Yeah, yeah wow. he's well, and the that, dirtiest old man I've ever yeah. met. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of the reason that Dave does a clean show, uh, is because he used to do just kind of a middle-of-the-road show. There was mm-hmm. some swearing, there was some sexual stuff, whatever. Mm-hmm. But then people would come up to him after the show and be like, you know, I thought you were going to be more like Saget, and you just weren't. Uh, I see. And so he kind of went, all right, if I just want to do this down the middle... I, I have to literally pull it the other way yeah, and go, yeah, nope, exactly. that's not what you're going to see. Don't yeah. expect that. I see. Which I thought was really smart. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we're going to cut to another quick break. Uh, when we get back, we're going to keep chatting with Nate. Thank you for listening to Comedy Talk on WaveformRadio.com. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Comedy Talk on WaveformRadio.com. We are still here with Nate Weatherup. That's right. I remember your last name. Hey, you got it. That's right. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> so um, we're gonna we're still chatting with you. So now you live here. Now you're living in LA for a short period, but so you basically say you started over again. But do you feel as though you've kind of refined your game in terms of, you know, you obviously had more experience, but you're still going through the grind. Yeah. Well, a big thing is like, you know, LA is just a completely different market. Like I'm, I'm most of what I did was in the Midwest and then like some East Coast stuff and uh-huh. like touring with Dave, obviously you kind of go everywhere, but LA is a, it's a very, like the, it's a voice specific scene. Mm-hmm. Like there are just certain things that like, there, there are more hot button topics here. There's a yeah, lot more people. That's like, true. Yeah. There are a lot more people looking to take offense in LA than right. most other places on earth. So it really does make you you kind of reword and rethink things and uh, a lot of uppity hipsters. Yeah, 
And and I think that even more than the uppity hipsters, it's the people that are afraid of the uppity hipsters. Yeah. And they're like, I don't know if I can, if I laugh, are people going to be pissed <laughs> at me? That's <laughs> so true. For finding yeah, that funny. Right? Exactly. And so, you know, the one thing you can do is shy away, and the other thing you can do is kind of throw it in their face and yeah. be like, listen, you're wrong and here's why. Right. Which is way more fun. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Have you done any college shows? Uh, I've done a few. Okay. Yeah. The one thing I've been hearing from a lot of comedians, Jerry Seinfeld said it a while ago that like he, he doesn't want to do college shows oh, anymore. Yeah. No, I, I have friends that make a living doing the NACA circuit, uh-huh. and even they're going like, yeah, you, you pretty much have to talk about cats at this point. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't even have a strong opinion anti-cat yeah. or some girl's All going to start. Say, yeah. <laughs> All you can say is cats exist. Right. And that's your bit. Like, yeah. <laughs> I never understood that mentality. I just don't get it. Like, these people are obviously going just to get offended. Mm-hmm. You know, especially oh, yeah. on a show. And even just, even just the notion of college is uh, you're supposed to be with a bunch of non-like-minded people to obviously to, to have a discussion. Yeah. But these people are... Well, it's, I, I find it funny that the movie PCU came out 20 years ago when mm-hmm. people were like, all right, enough of the PC college crap. And the whole world kind of went like, all right, you're right, let's all lighten up. And right. then like a whole new generation was like, no, 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 you don't understand. <laughs> Reboot. How dare you? Right, exactly. Yeah. Was there was the audience a little different in, in, in Chicago? I mean, how, yeah, how, well, how was their response? Like? Chicago is kind of its own place. Just like, especially, you know, my home club was the Zanies in downtown oh. Chicago, which is kind of a tourist club. Like, a lot of people will go there just to go there. Uh-huh. Like, they don't even care who's on it. It's just like, oh, it's Zany Chicago. It's been around 40 years. Right, right. Uh, so that place, you kind of got a little of everything. But, yeah, like, the Midwest, in general, like, Wisconsin and Michigan are my favorite states to perform in because people just go out to have fun. Uh-huh. Like, it's right. almost impossible to offend people in those rooms because really? they're like, they we don't, don't care. We're just, yeah, we're just going to have a good time. And you come out here and you kind of have to go like, all right, what landmines are really hot right now? Because <laughs> it'll change, too. Like, on a day-to-day basis, there'll just be different things where it's like, oh, wait, so we're upset about that yeah. today. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that sounds like a lot more lax. It's funny because L.A. seems to be the place to be, but it almost seems like it's more fun to... Because that's another thing, too, that I don't know if you maybe want to... Sh- Share some wisdom with Raymond and I because we're trying to get on the road. Yeah, mm-hmm. we really want because we want. Uh, if you can meet somebody really famous and they like you to bring you, it's a great way to get on. Yeah, the road. yeah. That, I can imagine. <laughs> we I can only way imagine. Way <laughs> Do you have connections with Bob Saget? Maybe no, actually, no. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, what about Alanis? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I could open for Alanis. I imagine her audience is very, you know. Yeah, I'm sure they want to laugh. I'm yeah, 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 I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure they're, they're not going to be at all touchy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Her. Did whole, you just say the word woman? Yeah, her, her oh. whole angsty persona, I'm sure, yeah. won't affect that at all. Honestly, the best way to get on the road is to get on the road. Really? Like, just go. That, for it. Just, just get on. Yeah, honestly, to, to find places that you're willing to drive to for free and mm-hmm. be like, hey, you have a Thursday night show. Can I come out and do 15 minutes and audition? And yeah, like right. it, it costs you money up front, but I did a ton of that. Find you know two people you can drive with and split the cost of the uh-huh. gas yeah, in the hotel room. Really. I did that all the time, and uh, like uh, my friend Emily Galati, uh, she was on Last Comic Standing last year. Uh-huh. She was on Comics Unleashed last on Fox. Like she's really hitting it right now, and she was one of the first people that was like, "Yeah, no, we're just gonna go down to this town. We're gonna go up to this town. Yeah. They've got a club. They have a Thursday night, a Tuesday night, or whatever." And we're just going to go, and we get a bunch of people in a car. Mm. And it's the best way to do it because eventually that club will have a week where there's not a local guy. Yeah. And will go, oh, Definitely. yeah, you know, if you want to come out. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you just do a good job. And they go, oh, yeah, no, you're on the list. And, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. And, and then, I know it's definitely different around L.A., but 
outside of LA and New York, like most clubs don't have a ton of regulars. Right. Yeah. Most of them are trying to save money by not bringing in too many people, but you want to be on that list when they do have to to be like, yeah, we like this guy. He came out for free. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Might as well. It's yeah. not as if that cost me anything. Yep. You can just show your selfies with Dave, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Sure, that's <laughs> that'll be your pass. Um, so you you so you grew up in Michigan. Yeah. But you started doing stand up in Chicago. Yeah, I moved to Chicago to do. Uh, Second City, like the writing program oh, yeah. there, and, and I uh, went through, and I did two years in the writing program, and the last thing you do is you write a show, and then you cast it from the acting students, uh-huh. okay. and uh, I was sitting there, and I was watching other people get my laughs, and I got all pissed about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> I was like, no, I wrote that. You should I, be telling yeah. me I'm funny, yeah, and, I, I, and I didn't know that I had that ego, uh-huh. and then I was like, well, I guess I have to get on stage right. now. Right. <laughs> there you go. I, kinda, I guess that kind of lost. That's so funny, though, because... I mean, wasn't was Amy Poehler in Second City, or she was in Ground? Uh, Amy Poehler was uh, Improv Olympic, oh, okay. but okay. it was um, uh, Tina Fey That's and Reggie right. Ratch did Second City. Steve mm-hmm. Carell. I mean, half the famous funny yeah. people you've heard of did right. Second City Chicago. So is that because they they found a way to segue themselves into their own work? I guess is that mm-hmm. something you would like to do? Maybe make another like version of Thirty Rock? I guess in your um, you know what? Honestly, I don't even know. Really? Like it, it, it's in it's. I feel like it's a cop out answer, but it, uh-huh. people are always like, "So, what do you want to do next?" And I'm like, "I'm still trying to figure this yeah, out." Exactly. Yeah. Like my background is writing. Like I was an English teacher and oh, I yeah, did the writing right. program right, stuff. Yeah. And I like writing. I like creating this stuff. But I, I don't even know if I'd like to be on a show. Mm. As, like, because I don't know at what point I'm like, I'm tired about writing about this. I want to write about something else. Yeah. Uh, Get that itch. But yeah, like. I just kind of do a little bit of everything. It was like Todd said, like, I never turned down a show. Yeah. I've done, you know, uh, funnier vi- die video kind of things where people just go, hey, we need somebody to want to do it. And I go, yeah. Yeah. It's completely the, out of my right. my comfort zone. But, yeah, why not? Let's you're give the, it a you're whirl. You're the comedy Justin Timberlake. Is <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'm also 6'2". Right. Yeah. You can't tell on the radio. <laughs> always comes back to Justin, boys. <laughs> always. Always does. We should have changed the name of this show to the Justin. Yeah. Um, so you being a teacher, I mean, did you ever kind of – use your comedy with them to kind of, I guess, I guess quell them? I don't know if that's the right word. A little bit. Yeah. Uh, it actually kind of went the opposite of that, though. Like, Because oh, really? I was teaching when I started doing stand-up, and I didn't want anybody to know. Because I was, I was still new at teaching, and mm. you don't want to be the fun teacher because yeah. people take advantage of yeah. that. Yeah. Exactly. And I was, like, half teaching my own classes and half subbing for the day. Mm-hmm. And one of the teachers I was subbing for told her students, like, listen, Mr. Weatherup's a comedian. Oh, man. If you guys oh, behave, man. maybe he'll tell you a joke. Oh, oh man. man. No. That's the and within eight minutes, the entire school knew. And anytime I'd walk into a classroom, tell us a joke, tell us a joke, tell us a joke. Oh, and so I, I had to overcorrect. Like, I literally had to become this really strict teacher yeah. to kind of break that idea. And also, like, anytime they were like, tell us a joke, I'm like, no, they're all about how I hate you. And I'm, like, <laughs> I'm not allowed to, like, legally, I can't right. tell you that. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, that's a good way to get it. What are they actually about? How, how oh, yeah, when, that's how. Yeah, I literally started out, and I was I was still student teaching. I wasn't even uh-huh. a full teacher when I started doing stand up, and it was just a way to vent. Like everything I did was about teaching, mm-hmm. or it was somehow related to kids or whatever. And, and then when I started getting brought back to clubs for like a second time, and they'd go, "Oh yeah, you're that teacher guy," and I was like, "I need to write about something else." Uh, yeah. Like I've really pigeonholed myself. Right. <laughs> so that was like all I did at first, mm-hmm. and I, and then I, I kind of had to force myself to branch out of it. Yeah, it seems to be a lot, a lot, big part of your, I guess, career is just kind of having to almost start over a little bit. Yeah, and I think I kind of think that's anything creative you kind of have to yeah. because if you do the same thing for too long, people just get bored with it. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's always funny, I guess, when you hear about an artist, like a musical artist, like, I just wish he made the same stuff. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> right. wouldn't be relevant anymore. Right. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of artists have done that, and then everybody goes, oh, I've heard this before. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Like, this is a little bit of a tangent, I don't even want to bring this up. Like, Eminem's last album, yeah. drastically different from his older stuff. Yeah, One of my buddies was just like, oh, this is just so different. And I'm like, yeah. well, if he just made another, you know, LP... Right. I don't know. I don't know why. It wouldn't sell. Yeah. yeah no, if he yeah. just did Marshall yeah. Mathers, it would be like, yeah. why are you still mad? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Get over it. Seriously. Calm down, bro. <laughs> yeah. So have you had uh, some, like, same question that Todd had, some worst terrible stand-up experience? Just um, Yeah, I mean, I've had a lot of them. Like, yeah. Especially because <laughs> when you tour... You just get to it like the first time I did a show down in Atlanta. I talked into silence for 15 minutes because oh, I just didn't man. know that audience. Yeah. And like, uh, I was in uh, Richmond, Virginia, and the door guy who had been working at the club for like 35 years comes over me and he just goes, Slow down. <laughs> <laughs> I know that works up there, but down here, you've got to let them figure it out. Right. Oh, wow. And so, wow. just, just every time you get to a new area and you just have to learn what the people are like, how yeah. they talk. Like what sensibilities they have, uh, but probably my worst ever thing on stage was uh, like two years ago. Uh, my dad, who is fine, he got he got run over by a bus. Oh wow! Uh, wow. And I got a call about it about forty five minutes before a show was starting. Oh. And I was like, "Do I need to leave?" Can I? And they was like, "No, he's okay. His legs are kind of messed up, but he's fine. He's going to be all right. Oh. Don't cancel the show." And so I go up to start the show. It's at the Zany Chicago. I'm hosting, so I'm like the first guy up, mm-hmm. cold. And I'm trying to just do basic, like, host crowd work. Anybody celebrating anything? Who's having fun tonight? And then I I went into material, and I did a joke that I've been doing for years, and it's about my best friend getting married and about how I was, like, like, I was standing next to him when he looked at his bride-to-be and says, Rebecca, you're my best friend. And I'm like, dude, I'm right here. I can (laughs) Are you serious? And then I was like, and then, like, the tag on the joke is just I say, you know, like, I understand how she beat me, and I'm not willing to do that. And this woman in the oh, back right. of the room, yeah, 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 yeah. I understand yeah. how she beat me in that competition, mm-hmm. yeah, and exactly. she wins. And this person goes, "Are are you serious? Could you be more homophobic?" <laughs> Jeez, oh, it's just wow. like, yeah. And I'm like, I'm already in my head. I'm freaking out. Yeah. I'm just like trying to move the show along, and all of a sudden, I'm getting called a homophobe right. for saying I don't want to sleep with my best friend. Yeah. <laughs> and I just, I was furious. Like by the time I got off stage, and like. The audience actually like came to my defense. Uh, like they okay. got mad at her because nice. they were like, "How did you possibly read that yeah. that way?" Yeah. But I got off state and I was I was just livid. Like I was I just pacing back and like, and another thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I should have said because I was so upset. And it right. was, I'm sure had it not been for the other like personal tragedy going on, I w- I still would have been annoyed. Like anytime yeah. somebody kind of like tries to heckle that way or like try to label you a homophobe or a yeah. racist, whatever kind of thing. It, it makes you mad, but like I, it it got so bad I actually had to write like a whole second half to that joke. Really? Now. Oh wow! Uh, and it, it like it goes. It's one of my favorite things I do now. But uh-huh. it, it, initially, I was like, well, now what? What if that is something like all these right. really PC college kids are graduating and they're gonna come to clubs? And what yeah. if all of a sudden that's a thing that's happening to yeah. me? Yeah. And so I wrote this whole other thing just like in defense of myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess it was the straw that broke. Yeah. The and it's, and I think it's. You know, I sang for years, and I like I have. And it was in college, like in a men's glee club. Like I have a lot of gay friends. Nice. I've been to oh, gay weddings. Cool. I, I have so much support for the, anybody right. that's trying to be themselves. And just to get that called labeling, all of a sudden, like yeah. you're a homophobe, you hate these people. I was Over like, 10 whoa! Seconds of, of yeah. yeah, 
And so, if, you know, when it's art, when it's just you putting yourself out there, it's hard to not take it personally yeah. and to not be like, yeah. oh, that person was an idiot. Yeah. And like you were saying, like, sometimes they're just looking to get offended. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. But it's like it's like getting kicked in the gut where you're right. like, where did you get that from? <laughs> exactly. Okay, wow. Yeah. All righty, Nate. Well, that is our time with you and Todd. Thank I'm glad you to end on an upper like out. that. Yeah, right? <laughs> where can people find you, Nate? Um, my, I have one more show in town uh, Tuesday at Flappers at 730. Oh, nice. And then I'm on the road. Um, do a, we're in Tempe. This is all with Coulier. Tempe, Arizona, at the Improv, uh, at the South Point Casino in Vegas, and then Helium Buffalo. Because oh, we don't know how to route shows. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, and Nate Weather Up on Twitter, Facebook, Weather Like Outside Up. Um, yeah, you cool. can find all my stuff there. there you go. Well, Good thank stuff. you guys so much for being here. Thanks yeah, for thanks for having us. us. Yeah, this is great. Uh, thank you, world, for listening to Comedy Talk on WaveformRadio.com. Make sure to like us on all social medias. Next week, uh, we got another awesome show with James Davis from Chelsea Lately and from and Matt Knudsen from a bunch of stuff. He was just on Hannibal Burris, his new show. Uh, oh, so it'll yeah, be a fun episode. Right. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, take it easy. I love you so take much. Take it easy. <laughs> mucho <laughs> take it easy. Mucho take it easy. And a little subtle shout-out to my man, JT. <laughs> oh, yeah.